off, and I got down the highway, the road, and I left my iPad at home. I said, Lord, help. And so I got the computer this morning. All right, and hopefully it won't quit on me. I thank the Lord the word is down in me. Sometimes I don't know why I had the notes, but I got them. I guess it was a safety net in case I get mixed up. All right, the Lord is good. We're going to read Hebrews chapter 12. If you have your Bible, say amen. You have that Hebrews chapter 12. If you don't mind this morning, if you can, let's stand for the reading of the word. Is that all right? You stretch your legs out. That's all right. Amen. I'm not going to have you standing up the whole time. Let's read that together. I'm going to read the New Living. Actually, I want the Amplified. If you can get that on the screen, get the Amplified Bible. Praise the Lord. Go ahead and change that. I want the Amplified. Praise the Lord. And I'll have to go and find that myself. But I want the Amplified Bible. It's Hebrews 12, verse 1 through 2. Praise God. We thank the Lord for the word of the Lord. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And it says, therefore, I don't care what translation you got, it says that, therefore. Okay, this is a continuation of Hebrews chapter 11. Where he's talking about faith. All right. And now he says, therefore, since we are surrounded. All right. By a great cloud of witnesses who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness. Stripping off. Some stuff we got to take off. All right. Stripping off every unnecessary weight. All right. Somebody say unnecessary weight. And the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us, let us run with endurance and active persistence. The race. Somebody say this is a race. I'm in a race. Amen. Sister Donnie's not here this morning, but she run track. Isn't that right, Sister Linda? And, and she know about the race. You tell her I, was, I need her to help me preach this morning. Praise the Lord. Jaya, she was in a race. I saw that. Isn't that right? Amen. We're in a race. And this race we call is it's a kingdom life. All right. It's a race called faith. Everybody say faith. And it's set before us. Verse 2. And we're just going to preach these two verses. Looking away from all that will distract us. All right. What is distracting you? Looking away from that, focusing your eyes on Jesus. That's where our focus is supposed to be. You, a man and woman of God, keep your eyes on the Lord, who is the author and the perfecter. Now, the King James says he's a finisher, but here he used that word perfecter. Amen. And that has to do with completion. All right. The perfecter of faith. The faith and center for our belief in the one who brings our faith into maturity for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross, disregarding the shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority and the completion of his work. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. 
We thank the Lord for the reading of the word. The New Living Translation says, therefore, since we are surrounded, come on, you are on public display because heaven is looking at you. Come on, somebody say that. Heaven is watching me. Where is that? The Bible said it. There's a great cloud of witnesses. Now, if you've got an audience, generally, uh, you're a little bit more uh, focused on what you're wearing and what you're doing. And sometimes we forget as a believer that we've got an audience. Come on, there's an unseen world. Amen. Number one, the devil is looking at you. Come on, what does it say? He walked around like a lion, seeking who he may devour. Come on. But I just believe that God just don't allow the devil to watch me. I believe that there are angels watching me too. Come on, somebody. Come on. I believe there are some people, amen, who have finished this race. What happens when you run a race? Listen, you go and you go back and sit down on the bench. And when you're running a race, oftentimes there's some stands and there's a stadium. There's an audience. There are people out there that are watching because they want to see what you're going to do. And I just want you to know that heaven is watching you. Thank you, Lord. You're not alone. You're not by yourself. You've got the audience of the Lord. And since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, that word cloud is there to describe how massive the audience is. Y'all not helping me preach this morning. It's a great cloud of witnesses. Now, what does a witness do? A witness is there to testify about what they know to be right. Anybody ever been called to the courthouse, uh, put in a disposition or something, and they want to get your perspective and your opinion and your factual experience about what happened. And I believe that there are some people that have been down this road before. Hallelujah. Praise the name of God. I'm here to tell you today that somebody that's been on the same road that you've been on, they've had the same problem you've had, sometimes even greater, and they have made it past the finish line but we haven't made it yet but heaven is cheering us on and there's a great cloud of witnesses and it says that who by faith have testified to the truth understand this biblical truth this morning is that as a believer in God we must live and we must walk by faith amen Come on, stop looking at what's happening in the reality of where you are and get your eyes on Jesus. That's what I'm talking about. Somebody say, fix your eyes on Jesus. Come on, fix your eyes on Jesus. Come on, there's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot going on on the news. There's a lot going on in the town. Listen, and it's easy to get distracted. It's easy to lose focus. It's easy to get discouraged. Come on, it's easy to get tired. It's easy to get frustrated. It's easy to get in a place of complacency. It's easy to get in a place where you just want to quit and throw in the towel. But we need to look at the altar 
and the finisher of our faith and his name is Jesus. It's not the president. It's not the prophet even. It's not the politician. Come on. It's not your father, our mother, our father, our husband, our wife, our friends. But our eyes are supposed to be on the Lord. Thank you, Lord. But so oftentimes our eyes are on other things. Our mind is distracted. Listen, and we carry around unnecessary baggage. Come on. When you run a race... You wear as light of clothing as possible. You can't run it naked. Come on. All right. We don't want to go to jail. But we got to run a race in such a way that where we don't have unnecessary baggage and weight. Now, I know there are some people that train with weights on. All right. And they train with weights on because it helps to strengthen their muscle. It helps to build endurance but spiritually we aren't to run with weights on all right spiritually god doesn't have this picture of you running around with something tied around your neck your waist your arms and your legs but he says i come that you have life and have it more abundantly and who the sun sets free is free indeed and listen we are free because of the freedom that christ have produced in us through his sacrifice and blood on the cross and so why do we allow life to entangle us with the sin and why do we allow life to entangle us and distract us away from him why do we allow ourselves to carry around baggage and weights and why do we look backwards i've never seen anybody win a race that was looking behind them and I'm so glad God didn't put eyes in the back of our head because that's not the direction that he has for you to go. Stop looking back because you're not going back. You're going forward. And listen, in order to go forward, you've got to have some motivation. And the motivation needs to be God. Come on, is your motivation God this morning? Come on, your eyes got to get fixed on the Lord. Somebody say, fix your eyes on Jesus. My Lord, today, fix your eyes on Jesus. Come on, say that again. Fix your eyes on Jesus. I've got a couple things I want to share with you today. A victorious life requires great focus. Okay? Write that down. A victorious life requires great focus. You are not going to walk in victory if you're not walking in faith. And it's hard to walk in faith. If your eyes are not on Jesus. All right. A victorious life requires great focus. Another way to say that a victorious life requires great discipline. Anybody know how easy it is to waste time? It's real easy. Listen, you ever set your mind to do something and then all of a sudden the phone ring. All of a sudden the television come on. All of a sudden, a song come on your light. All of a sudden, somebody come knocking the door and ringing the doorbell on your house. And all of, all of a sudden, all the things that you said you were going to get done that day, you don't get it done because of distractions. And listen, this happens to us spiritually. God gives us an assignment. He has given us a mandate. He's given us a job to do. But so oftentimes we can't do it because we are running after everything else. And we're wasting our time. Y'all not saying nothing today. The enemy knows that time is short. 
and he knows that he can get you in a place where you are going to be um, behind if you get your eyes off of the Lord. Now, I want you to know that this faith life is like a relay. A relay is not a race that you run by yourself. A relay is a race that you are partnering with others. And there's a baton being passed. And listen, heaven, God has passed the baton to us. Jesus says, I'm going to the Father. But I'm going, but greater works are you going to do. He says, the baton is being passed to your life. And listen, when the baton is being passed, the last thing you want to do is drop it. All right? And too many have dropped the baton. Why? How do you drop it? When you're not looking and when you're not focused. And listen, when you drop the baton, you waste time, and then the competition gets ahead of you. Listen, sometimes we have dropped the baton. We've dropped the ball. We do that a lot because we're not focused. We're not paying attention. A victorious life requires great focus. Come on. We should be running this race for God. All right? Come on, I'm running for God. Say that, I'm running for God. We shouldn't be running for ourselves. Listen to me. Or anyone else. And, and see, that's where the enemy would trick us up sometimes. You say, well, I got to do this for my son. I got to do this for my daughter. No, I'm running this race for Jesus. Come on. He's my motivation. And I know where I'm headed. Come on. Know where you are headed. Everybody ought to have a goal in this church. Come on. Everybody ought to have a goal for your life. And that goal ought to be a God goal. Come on. That vision ought to be a divine vision. What are you focused on right now? Are you looking backwards or forward? Come on. The thing that can slow us down is a lack of faith. And the other is sin. He says, lay aside every weight, the sin that easily besets us. What will slow you down? Lack of faith, not believing what God says, and sin. Come on. It's time for us to stop allowing the enemy to slow us down, to keep us away from God's best. Come on. Slow us down. Come on. Looking at what happened 15 years ago. Come on. I'm not going back that way. I'm going this way. Come on. You can't run a race looking behind you. You've got to look forward. You can't run a race looking down. You've got to look ahead. Come on. You've got to have a code. You've got to look at Christ. You can't run a race carrying baggage. That baggage is sin. Come on. You have to let go of the baggage because it'll slow you down. It'll diminish your ability to focus. Come on. What is this? Break this down. Lay aside every weight. Trauma. Somebody write that down. Trauma. What is trauma? It's emotional hurt. Come on. Trauma. Wounds. What is that? Pain. All right. It's not just physical pain. Spiritual pain. All right. And then fatigue. Worn out. This will slow you down. This is a race where you have to pace yourself. All right. Now, if y'all not like me, when you're in a relay or a marathon, 
We're not doing a lot of that right now because that's something where a crowd have to gather. But when you run a marathon, you've got to prepare for it. Come on. You don't run no 5K and you ain't been doing nothing. Come on now. You're going to have to go see Dr. Ruffin when you get done. <laughs> All right? Listen, you will kill yourself if you get yourself into a, a fight that you are not ready for. Come on. This is a marathon, and we have to be conditioned and prepared for this race because the devil want to wear you out. Y'all listening? Sin will wear you out. Come on. I heard somebody say that one time. They, they gave their life to Jesus. They wasn't living for him. They got tired of what they was doing. You got to get tired of it. Come on. This is a marathon. And so there are some things we've got to lay aside if we're going to win and run this race right. All right? God wants us to run it right. Somebody say run it right. All right? Know where you are headed. Come on. Where am I headed? I'm not going down. I've been given the victory. Come on. Christ have already gone before me. He's handed me the baton. Now it's up for me to run this, to finish it, to complete it, knowing that he has already written my destiny. What does it say? He's the author. What does an author do? They write. Come on. They describe. Okay. Jesus have already written our destiny and the writing that he have written for us is not one of failure and defeat. It's one of victory. Y'all hear me? Come on and somebody say I'm a winner. Come on. And that's dumb I saying that because too many people have too low of a perspective on their place in God, our ability in God. There's so much more that you can do that you can be. There's so much power that God has placed on the inside of you. Thank you, Lord. But don't let lack of faith, just not believing, and then don't let sin slow you down. Come on. Don't let the trauma and the wounds and the fatigue keep you. Come on. We've got to let God heal us, and we've got to let God discipline us. Listen, he will use the things that the enemy designed to kill you, to build you, to equip you, to strengthen you. Listen, the devil, he thought he's going to take you out. I'm talking to somebody this morning. He thought he was going to do it. Amen. That man walked, that man walked out of your life. Come on. They, they took that job. Listen, they uh, messed up with your finances. Uh, there's something somebody did to hurt you. And the devil said, listen, I'm going to use this to, to push you down, to put you out. But listen, God says what the enemy meant for evil, I'll use it for good. And so when you are going through life, you've got to keep your eyes on Jesus because there's going to be some trauma. There's going to be some wounds. There's going to be moments where you're tired. But when you have your eyes focused on the goal, when you are looking at God, you realize that your God is bigger than that trauma that hurt. Listen, this one, the enemy wants to get a reaction out of you because he wants to slow you down in this race. But listen, it's time for us to stop giving him the reaction that he wants. And it's time for us, amen, to say my eyes are on the Lord. Listen, I'm not going to let go until he bless my soul. I'm not going to keep uh, myself stuck in this place. I understand that I'm not in this way myself, but heaven is cheering me on. Hallelujah. 
Somebody say, I don't have nobody in my corner. Heaven is in your corner. And a heaven in your corner is greater than any person on this earth that's in your corner. When heaven is in your corner, that means, amen, that you, amen, have been seen by God. Listen, it says, since we have been surrounded by such a cloud of witnesses to the lights of faith, let us strip off every weight. Come on, this is a life of faith. And it requires us to see differently. Come on, heaven is cheering me on. Listen, I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to fail. I'm not going to be uh, behind. I'm going to move ahead. Come on, my eyes are on the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes in this race, you've got to know that someone in the crowd is cheering you on to get to the end. Heaven is cheering you on today. God places you too, though, in relationship with folk who will provide support, encouragement, and prayer when you feel like quitting and giving up. I'm talking to somebody this morning. It feels like quitting and giving up. But I'm here to tell you today, you've been surrounded. Yes, Lord. You've been surrounded, and heaven is cheering you on. Know that heaven is cheering you on. But then know also that you must have an awareness. And that's why I talked about discernment. You've got to know your area of weakness. Come on. And then strip everything off that's slowing you down. Come on. Know your area of weakness. Don't want some, let somebody else point it out. You point it out. Lord, I need your help with this. Lord, I need your strength in this area. Lay aside those weights. What is hindering you? What is slowing down your forward progression in Christ? Focus on Jesus will keep you from carrying around the weight of sin. When you've got your eyes on the Lord, it's hard. Listen to do what's not right. Amen. When your eyes are on the Lord, it's hard to even say the stuff that flesh wants you to say. It's hard to go to places that flesh wants you to go. It's harder to do the things that flesh wants you to do when your eyes are fixed on Jesus. Listen, there's a difference of you listening to inspiration and the word of God on television than watching something that's rated R. Hello, y'all gonna help me preach this morning? When our eyes are fixed on Jesus, listen, there's some things that aren't gonna come into our mind because our mind is on things of God. Our mind is on the things of Christ. A focus on Jesus will keep you from carrying around the weight of sin. Thank you, Lord. We can run the race that God has set before us if we lay things down which slow us down. When you look at Christ, your perspective should change. You should study to learn to grow in him so that the things that have burdened and worried you will no longer because you understand that he have written your end from the beginning. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And he has written your end from the beginning. And if you want to know what your end is, look at his end. Because he have already won. Hallelujah. And that's why we says we ought to look at him. All right? Don't look at me. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He writes our destiny. Our future is in him. He's our perfecter. Hallelujah. We are not perfect, but he will perfect us in him. Listen, how was he able to do it? He was in a race. And Jesus knew who he was. And he never let, sight, let go of the sight and the vision of the goal. Thank you, Jesus. Which was to conquer death, hell, and the grave. This cross was a place of rejection, humiliation, judgment. 
It was a place of death. But this same place, he reversed the curse of the law and sin that was on us. And so with great joy, thank you, Jesus. Read the word. It says, with great joy. Let's pull that back up here. Verse 2. Looking away from all that will distract us, focusing our eyes on Jesus, who's the author and perfecter of our faith. The first incentive for our belief. The one who brings our faith to maturity. Come on. Somebody say maturity. Say, I'm growing up in God. Come on, I'm growing up in the faith. Thank you, Jesus. Who for the joy set before him endured the cross. Thank you, Lord. That doesn't make sense, does it? Why would you have joy at a place of humiliation, shame, suffering, death? Because he knew that that was not the end. Hallelujah. He knew that there was a place for him after he went through what he had to go through. And listen to this. You got to go through. Somebody say endurance. Come on. We need spiritual endurance if we're going to make it. What is endurance? We can use that picture of a marathon. You are able to run longer, to run faster, to run farther. All right? And listen, this spiritual walk with God is a marathon. It is. This is not a sprint. This is not a 100-meter dash. All right. It's one that you've got to stay in this race to win it. You've got to go a long distance to get to the end. You have to pace yourself. You have to train yourself. You have to prepare yourself so you can endure. Paul told Timothy, endure hardness as a good soldier in Christ Jesus. What does the race of faith look like? It's a race of endurance. How do we run the race of faith? We have to fix our eyes on Jesus. Too many start this race, but they don't finish it. Too many quit up, they give up, or they allow themselves to slip up. Where is the slip up? He said, lay aside every weight. Somebody say, don't slip up. Lay aside every weight. Thank you, Lord. Come on, there's some weights that coming off of your life this morning. Come on, there's some weights. There's some things that have been weighing you down. There's some things that have been keeping you back. There's some things that have been holding you back. Come on, this morning, it's time to pull that thing off. It's time to pull that thing off and put it in front of God. He, he's able to deal with it. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Why are you not in the race? Where's your focus right now? Are your eyes on Jesus? Listen, I said a victorious life requires great focus. We know where we are headed. We know that heaven is cheering us on. We know our areas of weakness, and then we strip off the thing that's slowing us down. And then we need to know that Christ has already won. Somebody say that. Christ has already won. Where is he? Jesus is not trying to get the victory. He's already won it. Where is it? He says now he's seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. He says he's at God's right hand. That is a place of authority. That is a place of honor. That's a place of privilege. 
Come on, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father right now. He has the Father's approval and the Father's acceptance. The right hand means that he shares God's strength. Somebody say strength. And if he shares God's strength, then you can experience God's strength. What is God's strength? It's the highest place, the highest honor possible. Jesus Christ shared his authority. He's at his right hand. Somebody say authority. Come on, when your eyes are on Jesus, heaven and everything on the earth has to respond and obey to his command. He has authority over all things. Praise the name of the Lord. Psalm 110 and 1 says the Lord, says to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Come on, this morning, are you running this race of faith? Are your eyes fixed on Jesus? Come on, then you can find strength in his son. There's authority in his name. And then there's blessing. Somebody say blessing. Come on. Romans 8 and 34 says, who is the condemned? Christ. Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised. Who's at the right hand of God? Who indeed is interceding for us? Come on. Read it differently. Acts 2 and 33 says, being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out this, that yourselves you are seeing and you are hearing. What is he talking about? This recent release of his kingdom. Come on. Which is full of blessing. Which is full of joy and peace. Come on. We have the strength and the authority and the blessing of God because of Jesus. We don't have the strength, the authority, and the blessing of God because we're looking at anyone else. But when our eyes are fixed on Jesus, that's just not a thing that's a figure of speech. But it's spiritually. My spiritual focus has changed. I'm no longer the same. I'm no longer who I was born. But I've been transformed. My eyes have been touched by him. The place of blindness that I used to have, I don't have it anymore. But now I have strength, authority, and blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Because Christ has gone before me. Thank you, Jesus. And now I've got to run. But I'm not running a losing race. I'm in a winning race. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Saints, we are victorious because Christ has won the victory. There's a great cloud of witnesses. Heaven is cheering you on. Come on, you can make it. I know you felt like giving up. You felt like quitting. There have been times that have been difficult. There's been some things that you've had to go through that have been convenient. But run this race that has been set before us with patience. Come on. With endurance. Come on. Run it with faith. Run it with your eyes fixed spiritually on the things of God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm done preaching this morning. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Too many, they're focused on the wrong thing. But our focus needs to be on the word of God, the work of God, the plan of God, the purpose of God. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He endured the cross. He disregarded the shame. And now he's at the highest place of honor. And we can endure. Because nothing we have to go through will be as difficult as what he did. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.
Thank you, Lord. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Take your eyes off of your problem. Take the eyes off of your circumstances. Take the eyes off of what's going on negative in the news. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. Come on. The scripture says, he that have begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Heaven is cheering you on. You're going to make it. Thank you, Jesus. You're going to make it. You're an overcomer. Thank you, Jesus. You're a conqueror through him that loved us. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Come on. Your spiritual focus needs to stay the same. Don't let go of his hand. Hallelujah. Don't let go of his hand. Thank you, Jesus. Fix your eyes on Jesus. I don't care what the world says. I care what the word says. Thank you, Lord. Sometimes I look at the pastor and I see other things and I say, well, Lord, I, you're just never giving me a candy coat message. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm not going to be sorry. I'm going to preach the word. Come on. I, I can tell you how to get another house or another car, but that's going to all stay here. Listen, heaven is cheering us on. Listen, we need to have an eye to see who Jesus really is. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, he's the answer to all of your problems. He's the answer to all of the world's problems. Know that. I don't care who they put in jail and what they get convicted of. Until we get our heart changed and saved and we get the Holy Ghost and we repent and there's spiritual awakening and transformation, there will still be racism. There will still be people that get shot. I'm here to tell you today the answer is Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I just believe that. The answer is Jesus, and my eyes are on him. I'm not going to take my eyes off of him. And Lord, forgive us every place we've been distracted and where we've lost focus. Lord, we thank you. We see that you're in the distance, and it looks like you're far away, but you're right here because you're a very present help in the time of trouble. And so we praise you today, God, that you have an army of angels, that heaven is watching us. And Lord, we're on display, and Lord, we want to please and honor you with our life. And as we run this race of faith, we thank you for the strength. We thank you for the authority. We thank you for the blessing. We thank you for the encouragement that we received this morning, that we can make it, that we can win, that we can run this race, and we don't have to slip up, and we don't have to fall, and we don't have to look behind us, but we look ahead because you are the author and you are the perfecter of everything that we need. And we give you praise for today in the name of Jesus. Fix your eyes on Jesus. I'm talking this morning to someone. Amen. You're dealing with problems. You're dealing with circumstances. Life got you down. You're discouraged. But I want you to lift your head. David says, I lift my head to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Come on, I lift my eyes rather to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh the Lord. Who the maker of the heaven and earth. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, stand to your feet if you can. I'm going to pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you, God, for the race of faith. We thank you for the great cloud of witnesses. We thank you that we're not in this by ourselves, but we thank you, God, that you have sent people to go before us to set a pattern for how we are to live. And so we praise you today, God, that we have an arsenal and we have a tool called faith. And we want to focus 
our eyes and our life today in a greater measure on what the word says and what Christ has done because you have endured the shame, the joy that was set before you. We thank you today, God, you're seated at the right hand of the Father and you're there pleading our case. You are our advocate in heaven. And so we bless your name now that everything, oh God, that is weighed heavily upon us, every weight that we've carried, every burden that we have walked around with this morning, we lay it aside. We lay it aside. Come on, we cast our cares upon you because you care for us. Our eyes are on you today. We thank you for your strength now. We thank you for the authority that you've given us to your word. And we thank you for the blessing that you've released upon the earth from your son to us, God. And we bless your name now for an eye that is fixed spiritually on the Lord. God, help us now, God, not to lose our focus. Help us now not to lose our attention. Help us now, God, not to grow distracted, to grow weary. Help us not to drop the baton that's been passed to us, but help us to carry it with agility. Help us to carry it with strength. Help us to carry it with patience. Help us to go through joyfully. Endure, oh God, hardness as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. We thank you for an eye and a life that's fixed on your son. And we praise you for it now. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Come on. And I that's fixed on Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.